Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> What is going on? I'm going to start with Sebastian. It's 20 feet below the surface. Actually, even more than that, you're like 30 feet below the surface. Yeah, I basically dove straight down to the bottom. That's the bottom. Right. Uh, Yes, you're like almost on the lot walking along the bottom. You're finally below the obscuring mist that Tortuga crop dusted the guards (laughs) with last week. Uh, We then have uh, Zagre, also below the water, also outside of the obscuring mist. He saw Sebastian's Sebastian-shaped bubble under the water, right? Right. Yeah, Zagre is underwater, not nearly as much as Sebastian, maybe like 10 feet. Sure, but outside of the bubble, outside of the obscuring mist, you see Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, Fane and Ark and Kitnik are all running pell-mell towards the ship. They're on the ship. We're already on the ship. I'm at to the ship. That's right. So he's yelling at Rosie. Yep, and... Rosie was telling you that you could not leave until next week. Luckily, it is now next week. Uh, It'll be next week plus two hours. She is insistent. It will take two hours to get this ship ready to sail and leave port. So was my intimidation not high enough? Oh. What was your intimidation check? 20. It was a 20 total? It was. Uh, Unless you want me to re-roll it. Is intimidated. She is more than happy to make it leave right now. She will gladly sail the ship right out of port right this second, except you can't. <laughs> she gives lists off six or seven different things that need to be accomplished before you sail. What are these things? Yeah, I was going to say, can I make a uh, profession sailor check to see if they actually are necessary? Uh, or if it's just Rosie being Rosie and like, oh, well, I really would like it if my bonbons were on the ship. <laughs> you <laughs> met Rosie? <laughs> I will uh, allow you to take a 10, which is more than enough to know that, yes, everything she listed off is stuff you have to take care of before you sail. Now, the crew was working on some of this, but not as quickly because you were going to leave in like in the afternoon. And now it's still 10 o'clock in the morning and you've got to get out now. Now the rest of the officers are almost here and we have a reason to be moving. So they need to step it <laughs> <Yep>. up. <laughs> Who else is up there besides Rosie? Uh, the whole crew. Just is, any, all right. I point somebody. Or Retta. Okay. Give me a head count. Retta. Now. I did that what? I did that before we left. Did you? Yeah, remember? Because I came to you first thing today before we left and said I was going to count everybody up. Apparently, I did not remember. So, yes. Retta is no. doing a head count. It was yeah. last week. It was fine. Yeah. Okay. So, Retta is like, one, two, three. And she looks over oh at Owlbear. God. Owlbear. Give me a head count. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'll bear walking around the ship. He holds one finger up. <laughs> one. More than one. More so than one. You hand the job off to Connor, and he's sure. like, gotcha, no problem. And he starts counting, and he's like, everybody's accounted for except for Sebastian Zugre and that's it, right? I'm Sebastian not there yet. Zugray and Kitnick. <laughs> he's like, and there's Kitnick, so we're just missing Sebastian and Zugre. Everybody is accounted for do whatever it takes to get this ship underway as soon as possible. All right, Captain. And so we are going to continue in initiative order at this point. Um, let's go. The guards are out of the equation. It is now merely you guys trying to get back to the ship and get out of port before they figure out where Sebastian is from. Sebastian knows they are only looking for Cassius, not Sebastian. So I don't think the connection has been made to the Fortune's Revenge at this point. Now, if they were to spot Fane, who they are specifically looking for, maybe it'll be an issue. Maybe once they make it to the Portmaster, it could be some problems. But for now, you're okay. So, I spoke to the Portmaster as Adagoke. As Adagoke. Okay. But when you first arrived... Sure. So, the guards, no problem. Fane, it's your turn. You are trying to push your crew along to get things sailing faster. Yes. Give me a profession sailor check. <laughs> Can I aid another? Absolutely not. Is there like a command thing? Like not sailing? Because I, I don't know what I'm doing in sailing, but I know how to inspire people to do better jobs. Um, do you? Yes. Give me. What do you want to roll? Diplomacy. Diplomacy would work. Yes. yes? Okay. You're trying to encourage your crew to work quicker. Yeah. I have a DC in my head. It is very, very high. I mean, just for as, as a bard, could he just inspire competence? I can't do that. Oh, okay. Hmm. 26. 26 is high enough. So the crew begins to pick up the pace a little bit. Ark, it is your turn. 
you can at this point basically do a job to make the sailing go faster you can intimidate people to work quicker you can do something to that effect but the crew is scurrying around as much as possible all right so arc will uh he'll go up and he'll start grabbing sails uh, or the ropes for the sails and he's starting to hoist the sails and as he's doing that he's just screaming at everyone if you love your crew get this ship going now unless you want to spend the rest of your lives in this bloody place in their prisons prisons goes throughout the crew. <laughs> We're pirates. They can't exactly yeah, be surprised yeah, at that. Yes, I don't know what happened, but I sure hope we profit from it. Give me a profession sailor check. Uh, I rolled a 28. Okie dokie. So you move things along a little bit quicker. Sebastian. Yes. Near the bottom of the lake, you see the guards up above you. What do you do? Sebastian is going to swim over. <laughs> uh, if there happens to be a convenient large root, like down into the water. Oh, yeah. He's going to use that to help him get back to the surface and just out of line of sight, just in case. Um, Can you move that far? It depends on how far away the route is. Um, at this point, I, have, I will have to make a sailing, or a sailing, a swim check. A swim check, uh, which would allow you... Okay, so you're trying to, like, follow a route along. Yeah, we'll basically it's nearby. to easily maybe move to a route if there's one nearby and just use it to pull myself up sure. faster. I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, so you should be able to move at half speed at that point, right? Okay. Yeah, which in this case, that'll probably be all I'll do since I'm all the way at the bottom. It will basically take me the whole round to get to the surface. And you're moving at a diagonal to get out of the obscuring mist? Staying in the mist? Yeah, I'll be getting out of the mist. I don't think the mist can go underwater. Yeah, I don't... I think It's an actual fog. Yeah, I think it would sit at the surface. I really liked thinking obscuring mist, magical mist, below the water. It's cool, but... If you guys are saying that now, the last episode, weren't you underwater and they were underwater and they couldn't see No, we were at the surface of the water. Gotcha. Okay, I was confused. I was going to say, I thought you guys were underwater and I was like, well... No, we were at the surface and then I dove to get away from it. Gotcha. That makes a little bit sense. And it's specifically listed as a cloud, not like a radius or a burst. So I'm pretty sure it will sit on top of the water. Sure. So yes, you were able to move to the surface of the water. Um, make your swim check. I think it's pretty low to make this happen. Yeah, it's fairly... Uh, 16. That'll be plenty. Okay, so you are now back to the surface. Zugray, uh, it is your turn. You see the Sebastian-shaped bubble move up <laughs> towards the surface of the water. So, he moved up. I don't really see a lot on the map here. How close are we to the the edge where we need to be to get back to the... back up, basically? Um, you could probably climb up anywhere along here. There's enough wooden pylons and seaweed and roots to allow you to climb up relatively easily. Okay. At since, any point. Since Zugray has a speed, a swim speed of 30 feet right now. Okay. Can I grab Sebastian and help him out? Get us both out of the water right now so we can start hustling towards the ship. Uh, yes. Yes, you can. Uh, cause when he comes out of the water, he's pretty much right next to you. Great, yeah, so I'll grab him and assist as much as possible. Okay, uh, give me a climb check for yourself. Uh, climb? Because uh, you're trying to get to the thing and then climb up, right? And get on the boardwalk? Oh, okay, uh, in that case I have a climb speed. Okay, cool. Um, so you can take, Sebastian, you can take plus two on your climb check when it gets to your turn. <laughs> That's good, because, yeah. <laughs> the guards are confused as they thrash around in the water in obscuring mist. Zugra, you are outside of the mist. Sebastian, you are as well. They probably can't see you. Kitnik, what are you doing? You're outside of the boat, outside looking into the boat right now. I am running up the gangplank. And screaming the whole way, I assume? Yeah, I'm heading straight for the anchor. Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to make much movement with it, but with as much adrenaline as I got going in my little body, I'm at least going to move that anchor a little bit. (laughs) All right. Once you get up onto the ship, you can probably make it about halfway to the anchor at this point. Okay. Well, that's where I'm going. Moving that direction. Guards are flailing around. Go, 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 (laughs) go. Kidnick, how long does your obscuring mist last? Duration one minute per level. In your fifth level? Mm -hmm. Well, Well, first level. level. So it lasts for one minute. Okay, uh, they're flailing around. It is your turn. You get there. It's them. Fane. The crew is working quicker. I am just keeping an eye out on the other two crew members who are waiting on. Okay. Um, I'm going to hold an action to cast a spell. Okay. Ark, you are going to continue assisting with the sails for this turn, if yes. that's okay. Is there anything else you want to do? I do have a question for you. Okay. Um, and this may not make any sense, but are we going to be trying to move the boat and then have them jump on 
as it's moving away? Or are we planning on having them on the boat and then moving? Like, what's the game plan? That sounds like a question you should ask your crew. No, that's <laughs> fair. So I scream that at the crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would. Think I will scream the them at uh, like I'll scream out at the crew. Get the ship going. Leave those two to me. I can get them on board. There and you go. <laughs> they're working quickly. Sebastian, you're you are being tugged along by Zugray. Yep. Well, he's I'm, if he's gonna help her and help me climb, he's gonna Sebastian will try and climb. Do it. In his invisibleness. Oh boy, because I have no climb skill. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Uh, that's an 18 before bonus, so 20 total. And it is. I think I said it was about 20 feet. So you make it up to the. I think you make it up 15 feet, so you're five feet below. There, double move, put you up on top. So you are standing on the boardwalk now <laughs> with Zugray. Much appreciated, my little green friend. Not a problem, guy. Let's get out of here. Agreed. You are standing behind the tailor shop that you visited earlier. <laughs> Set this place on fire. <laughs> you need me to? No, it's fine. Just kidding. Zugray, it's your turn. You're both on top. Okay, so we're both. So we both climbed up. Uh, Zugray is going to... You're still invisible, yes. right, Sebastian? Okay. Yep. Uh, Zugray is going to actually uh, set down Wampus's figurine and activate it. All right. What else? Um, I'll get on top of Wampus. So you climb on top of yeah. Wampus, getting ready to uh, book it? That's right. <laughs> all right. Uh, the guards stop thrashing, and they also begin climbing out. Of course, they're still in the mist. You're not. Kidnick. You were working. You make your way to the anchor. You want to try and lift said anchor. I want to contribute to whoever else is trying to raise that anchor, because surely I'm not the only one. Nobody at this point. They are all working on different jobs, get battening the hatches and securing the cargo and getting the sails ready and all the other little nitpicky things they got to do to get a ship ready to go. Okay. Aren't you still technically invisible at this point? Because I cast invisibility on you, and it lasts a minute per level. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah. <laughs> so all they saw was they heard something running through the, the middle deck. Going, ah! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Poltergeist. And, Tor and Tortuga following closely behind. Yes. So Tortuga is screaming. <laughs> so, yeah, they're just going to keep hearing this voice going, Someone, someone help raise the anchor. Anchor, anchor, anchor. We can't go anywhere. The anchor is down. <laughs> Take off the parking brake. <laughs> yeah, she just again. She's just been overwhelmed over the past like you know five minutes, and uh, this is she knows anchors. So, <laughs> uh, so give me a strength check as you push against the capstan to raise anchor. Yeah. I'm gonna laugh as a natural twenty. <laughs> yes, sir. No, it's a six. <laughs> you struggle mightily, but. People will hear you. They don't understand necessarily what's going on, and you're working <laughs> by yourself at this point, trying to raise the anchor. I see Tortuga just kind of hanging on there and just hear a grunt. <laughs> uh, Owlbear wanders over and starts talking to Tortuga <laughs> in his native language. Push the anchor. Push the anchor. <laughs> All right. Uh, the guards are now on top of the boardwalk. Uh, and they make their way out of the obscuring mist. Uh, two of them will go north. Two of them will go south. Thane, you're still on the lookout. I yeah, I'm gonna stay close enough to where I can get down to the dock if I need to quickly. But okay. I'm holding my action to cast a spell. Alrighty, Ark. Um, Ark is tying a knot around himself with a piece of rope and tying the other side to the ship. All right, and it's a really really long rope. <laughs> Like, really long. <laughs> We're going trolling for whales. <clears throat> 50 foot? 100 foot? 100 foot. 100 foot. So you got two ropes knotted together. Yeah. Probably tied it to the main mast. Using a sheet bend, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at knots the other day. Sebastian. Yes. You are on top. Where are you at this point? You're just at the top of the dock, right? Yeah, we had... I'm assuming roughly right there, because we had moved down yeah. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I am still invisible, so Sebastian is going to hustle on back towards the ship. All right, moving 60 feet on, roughly. And Zugray, you're on top of Wampus. Okay, so does Sebastian say something like, meet you at the ship? Or? Yeah, Sebastian will say, I will see you back at the ship. Okay. And so in that case, Zugray is also going to run for the ship. All right, and as you pass by the two guards, you're going to go, Have, did you see a guy wet, dripping? Because you're 
what is going on? Yeah, I didn't. Sorry, guy. <laughs> Actually, I imagine there probably are wet footprints behind yeah. Sebastian leading down the dock. Probably. Uh, so the ones to the the far side go around, start talking to people, trying to track down what's going on. They are out of the equation. Kitnick, it is your turn. Are you still pushing against the anchor? I have calmed down a little bit. Six seconds later. Yeah, six <laughs> seconds later. You're breathing. Well, I've just I've overexerted myself, so I have no choice but to go. <sighs> 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 okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me another strength check. This time, add two because uh, Owl Bear is helping. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it does not budge. Okay. Owl Bear responds with. Burr, burr, <laughs> <laughs> the other crew. The other two guards, however, will pass by Sebastian as they head towards the uh, harbor master. Fane. I turn around behind me, look at somebody who's just happened to be right there, point at them and say, go get me Alyssa. Aye, uh, Captain. It's Crimson Cogward. Bruised, beaten, missing an earlobe. All right, Captain. <laughs> Runs down for Alyssa. He had a very good time. He <laughs> <laughs> met Mike Tyson. <laughs> and Ark. You are tying a rope around your waist. What are you doing now? Uh, I'm kind of not standing necessarily, like doing nothing. I'm still going to be pulling ropes to get the sails up, but I'm also watching for Sebastian and Zagre. Uh, If the ship starts moving and they're not on the ship, I'm jumping off. Okay. Uh, And while I'm doing that, I'm screaming for Brock. Brock appears behind you towards the end of your turn. We'll talk about it next round. Uh, Give me one more sailing check if you are assisting. 25. All right. It is now Sebastian's turn. The two guards blew by you left and right. They might have even run into you a little bit, but in their focus thing, they did not even register they ran into somebody. I'm good with this. Sebastian is going to run if he can. He's just heading for the ship at top speed. Okay, so move him another 60 feet towards the ship. And Zugre, same thing? Well, uh, Zugre, I've got a couple of questions. How long does it take us to get from where we are to the ship? A couple rounds. Okay. I mean, pretty much where you're at right now, you could probably be on the ship the next round. Okay. Is it a straight shot? More or less. Okay. Uh, Yeah, where you're at, you could probably make it a straight shot. Wampus is going to sprint. So you're going to make it in one town? Right. It changes his speed from 50 to 500. Oh, Jesus, man. Oh, yeah. Careening off the other side of the boat. (laughs) I I didn't think this was a cheetah you were riding. (laughs) You thought wrong, friend. (laughs) Ten times your speed? Yep, once per hour. Nice. Wow. So, Fane, you're standing there watching for Zugray and Sebastian, and Zugray blows by you on the back of Wampus. Is there a sonic boo? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and in fact, your hat that you're wearing spins on its head. <laughs> spins on your head. It's going so fast. And Zogra says, Sebastian's on its way! <laughs> I'm still holding. Okay. Ark, you see Zugra blow up onto the ship. Good, one last thing i got to worry about. Brock, I need you to go help get the anchor up. Aye, Captain. And he'll go and help move. And I'll... I'll keep an eye out for Sebastian, and I'm also raising sails. Do you want a professional sailor check? He's a little bit distracted, so I, Captain, just comes out naturally. Uh, <laughs> yes, give me a professional sailor check. 17. Um, da, 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 looking at more things, trying to keep up with too much. Sebastian. Mm-hmm. You're running towards the ship? Oh, yeah. A full okay. sprint. And where you're at, you can move four times your speed. Is that right? Yeah. So you can get to the bottom of the gangplank. That's exactly Fame. what he's gonna do. You don't see shit. Still yeah. holding. Well, if he's standing there as Sebastian's coming up, we'll do that at the beginning of his next round, but he'll let him know. Alright. Zugray, you're on the ship on the back of Wampus. What are you doing? Zugray's gonna bolt to get to get to the on the ship, like on the edge or something, so he can see the gangplank in case those guards start running up okay. so he can prep for an attack. Alrighty. Uh Kitnik. So what you can hear is you can hear daytime. Anchors up. Nighttime. Anchors up. We need to leave now. Anchors down. (laughs) Shove, shove, shove. And Brock is there behind you, also helping push, so add four to your roll this time. Give me another strength check. Twenty. Twenty. It goes around. Make one full move around. Finally. (laughs) It takes (laughs) twenty. Fane. 
Sebastian's at the bottom of the gangplank. You probably heard him splop, blop, 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 up. <laughs> Wet footprints. <Yeah. laughs> Mysteriously appearing. So up on the ship. Yes, or at the He's base. He's at the bottom of the gangplank right now. I'm holding an action to when he gets on the ship, I'm pulling the gangplank. Okay. Arc. At this point, since I don't know Sebastian's on the ship, I'm going to keep an eye out. Uh, I know Zug's still there, and I'll just continue trying to help out. All right, give me another profession sailor check. Uh, I failed. All righty. I rolled a two, so uh, total ten. And it's now Sebastian's turn. Sebastian will get to the top of the gangplank, look back, and see if the guards are within sight. They are talking to the harbormaster at this point, uh, showing them the several different drawings that they have. Uh, he nods, shakes his head, nods. They seem to be having a uh, rather heated discussion. <laughs> um, Sebastian will, once he's safely on the ship, assuming they're not paying attention in this direction, he'll drop his invisibility. On the ship, Captain. At, where's Kitnick? I pull the gangplank. I, she's here somewhere. Sebastian will look around. Kitnick, drop the invisibility. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm worried about the dropped anchor. <laughs> she's here. <laughs> Uh, so what do you do, Sebastian? Um, at that point, assuming he's pulled the gangplank up, he knows Kitnick is there, he will busy himself trying to get the ship underway as well, since he All has right. profession sailor. Okay, so everybody is on the ship. We are now going to go into basically story mode. There are a remaining two segments. No, sorry. We burned two segments. There are seven segments of time remaining. They are going to be fluid, just kind of depending on what you're doing per action. Um, everybody is obviously working towards trying to get this ship sailing, but it will take time to get everything ready and get out of port. The two guards talking to the port master have started to blow their whistle. Apparently, the harbor master has now put two and two together. They have indicated Fane is on that ship. So they're trying to uh, draw more guards in. They're running pell-mell towards the ship. Uh, They get to the bottom of the gangplank. They start throwing things. They don't have crossbows. So they're doing anything they can to keep you in port. So each segment, they will make rolls for every pair of guards. There will be a roll to disrupt your sailing maneuvers in order to get out of port, whatever it takes keep the rope in, throw another rope up, whatever they can do. All right, so now you guys have got to get out of port very, very quickly. Two guards, bottom of the gangplank. It is now, we'll still go in uh, initiative order. Ark, it is your turn. Has the gangplank been pulled? It is. Fane pulled it out. You're getting ready to go. You need three more successful sailor checks, profession sailor checks, to get going. In that case, uh, I'll just roll a profession sailor then. Uh, That is a total of a 26. So I like to think that I'm probably running around trying to get sails going. Uh, If no one's at the ship's wheel, I'll turn and look. If no one's there, I'll run up there. If Zug's already there or Sebastian's already there, I'll just take over wherever I see the need be. You have untied yourself, Um, right? No, I am not untied. (laughs) My idea is if we start to take off and they're running after us, I'm going to jump off the ship and clothesline them and then pull myself back up. (laughs) That's a good plan. Already. Okay, so you are at the ship's wheel at this point. A full 10 minutes has passed while you guys prep, and these guys are blowing on their whistles, trying to get things going in their favor. Sebastian, it is your turn. What are you doing? Well, since they have drawn attention to themselves, and I know they're trying to get attention to us, and they're at the end of the dock, I'm going to cast sleep. Okay. That'll be my Not a bad plan at all. All right. So you are beginning to cast sleep, but a full couple minutes are going to pass during your turn, so it goes off. Okay. Uh, What are the will saves? Uh, It is... Let me double check. It is a DC 15 will save. There are two of them. One of them passes out for double the amount of time. The other one uh, succeeds, and he is continuing to blow his whistle. <sighs> Anything else? Um, yeah, if I if I can, Sebastian is actually going to try an intimidate check uh, against the guard. If basically, I just dropped your friend. You're next, and you won't wake up. Okay. Uh, give me your intimidate check. Can I aid another? Uh, now nah, it's just going to be one person at a time. Twenty-four. All right. Uh, he swallows his whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he keeps blowing. It's just. 
<laughs> you turned him into a squeaky toy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fane, it is your turn. Has Alyssa made it up yet? Oh, yeah. She's been up for a while. What do you need her to do? Be scary. Okay. To the guards. And I'm going to cast Alter Self and turn myself into a cave troll. <laughs> and try to be scary as well. They have a cave troll. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, the, the Avengers have a Hulk. We have a Naga. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so she gets up. She waves her little fins around her face. She goes, ah. I'm not sure what all she has yeah. she can cast. Uh, nothing to harm them, but it's if like there's anything that she can, spits. just anything, you know. She, she whispers fireball? <laughs> yeah. I like where your head is, but no, not in this case. All right. I'm just hoping the guy that swallowed his whistle is going to be making tracks in the other direction. But, but you can cast fireball? Yes, Captain. Captain, do we really need this port later? (laughs) (laughs) We might. Fane's like, she just became my new favorite crew member. Uh, I might regret saying that. I actually don't think she can, but Uh she knows. (laughs) She can now. (laughs) I have one word for you. Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those don't exist in this game. Oh, crap. Not yet, anyway. It does now. (laughs) Um, She is making an intimidate check. Whoa. He hauls ass in the other direction towards the harbor master. Good job. He's Alyssa. gone and he's squeaking <laughs> <laughs> the whole way down. <laughs> I feel like Alyssa's so deaf, like self deprecating. She'd be like, oh, come on, I'm not that ugly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that hurting her feelings. <laughs> oh, <Captain>. So sad. All <laughs> uh, right. Um, it is now their turn. Before. During Sebastian's time, he kicked his friend awake. One of them hauled ass away now. Uh, But he is up, and he is going to attempt to delay you any way he can, and he does. So, Zugre, what are you doing? For my standard action, I'm going to make a handle animal check. I'm going to yell at Trudy, guard the captain! And Trudy will go and guard captain. Yep. Very cool. So more scary stuff on the edge of the boat. Yeah, yeah. The Trudon just loops in front of him and starts hissing. Uh, Give me an intimidate check, somebody. (laughs) I just want to picture. I'm up there. Do it for do it for uh, the Trudon. Okay. Uh, Add three, six. We have the side of the boat. (laughs) Twenty-one. A velociraptor. Yeah, yeah, a a very you know scary snake thing. I mean, now we just need Albert up there going back, (laughs) back. That might reduce the intimidate check. (laughs) But he'd be trying. yeah, you said add three. I rolled an 18, so 21. Yeah, nice. Okay. We're going to um, turn into the crew that they laughed out of port. <laughs> you know? Uh, Kitnick, it is your turn. Are you still working on that anchor? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, uh, yeah. Give me another roll. But take... So you've got two people helping you. Gives you a plus four. The guy was able to throw a... He ran around to a uh, little tool area. He found a spear threw it into the chain to kind of keep mm. it from going up quite as easy. So take a minus two, so you're only adding another two to your strength check. Ten. Ten. Nothing happens. Yep. I did want to say for my move action, since there's only the one guard, sure. he's my steady target. Okay. So, Ark, it's back to you. You are commanding the crew. You're doing the wheel. You're doing whatever it takes to get this thing rolling. Give me a profession sailor check. Uh, Eighteen. That is almost there. You're getting very close Anything else you want to do with this? Nope. Okay. Sebastian. Yep. So the guard that's running around all crazy and actually still throwing stuff at us for some bizarre reason. The one who, he threw the thing through the chain, he cheered a little bit, then he saw Alyssa, he saw the Trudon, he saw the cave troll, and now he's hauling ass the other direction. But you see two more approaching. <sighs> of course. Um, how close are they? They are Roughly. about the harbor master. It'll be so, next round before they get there. Okay, so largely out of spell range at this yes. point. Um, you know what, Sebastian will try an intimidate check along with everyone else there just to see if he can kind of run them off before they get any closer. <laughs> A skinny Varesian standing on the edge, intimidating. See? You see what I got? I got backup. Um, oh, very nice. Okay. Give me a roll. Got a bonus to that from everybody being scary? Absolutely not. Ah. Oh. Real fun. 22. And they haul ass the other direction. There are no more guards bothering you. You take your time putting the ship in order, and you begin sailing out of Blood Cove. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Like our, like our asses were on fire. <laughs> yeah. Kitnick, turn 
back to visible. I don't know. <laughs> and about that time, the spell wears off. Uh, I can see me. I can see me. <laughs> One more head count. You go around. Everybody is accounted for. Let's head to uh, Port Peril. All righty. So you guys make your way out of Blood Cove. You spend the rest of the day getting out and on back out into the Fever Sea. You finally catch a good trade wind and begin making your way a little north, a little west, kind of following the line, uh, the shore of the Slithering Coast. What do you guys want to do next? You're scot-free. I don't know how you guys got out of Blood Cove with all the plans I had for you, but you did it. You were successful. No. And I hate all of you. No, it's because we are the best pirates there are. Oh, of course. And a crop-dusting parrot. (laughs) (laughs) And the best thing is you guys were taught by Scourge, and you still turned out this good. Sorry, but deadly. (laughs) They may have been taught by Scourge. (laughs) Just wait till she learns Cloud Kill. (laughs) What was it, Adam? I say they may have been taught by Scourge, but Zug and Ark had better teachers. (laughs) Thank goodness. We are Ulthan Raiders. Yes. (laughs) So what, what's up? What's happening? Fane's going to go to his quarters, but as he's leaving, just mention to a few people, there'll be a captain's dinner tonight. All right, sounds good. Aye, aye. In honor of dinners, I wanted to ask you something, Wes. Sure. So, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ambrose. Ambrose is gone. Right. He skedaddled with uh, John. Yes. Did he leave his chickens? No. Oh, man, he loves those chickens. Well... We're going to love but those chickens, too. You know what? He took his favorite chicken with him. Okay. He but he took at least one. He took one. He took his favorite. Hank. Hank the chicken is in his backpack. Uh, very similar to that scene in Lost in Space. <laughs> um, but he left behind at least half a dozen. So there are six chickens still keeping Owlbear Company on the middle deck. And then there were five. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> i got to start training Trudy, so I need rewards. And somewhere out in the space, Ambrose has a single tear rolling down his cheek. <laughs> okay, uh, so you're working with Trudy when uh, the captain comes by and says there's a dinner tonight. We'll be there. They nods. All right, uh, anything anybody wants to accomplish before we move on to the nighttime and the captain's dinner? I want to go find Connor. All right, you find Connor. He's up in the rigging. You have to climb up that train. That's it's no like, problem, like he could really go hide or anything. It's confined <laughs> ship. Yeah. Big hat. Right. You know. Right. So I go find Connor. Hey, Connor. Does he have an English accent or a Irish? Or the... Uh, uh, Basay, is he the Gaelic Irish? accent. I don't, I don't care. He, whatever he's in the mood for. <laughs> aye, aye. I got something. Uh, okay. And so I'm going to pull out one of the big fancy feathers. Oh, he almost falls, but he catches right. himself. Is that... Is that for me? It's for you. And so I give him this big fancy feather. All right. Bloop. Man, I'm trying to think of a big feathered creature in the Galarian. What's a good one? Cockatrice. Cockatrice. Yes. Yeah. Cockatrice feather. Multicolored. Beautiful feather, it's red, blue, green, all the way through this thing. It's not as pretty as mine, but it's still a big, pretty feather. <laughs> it doesn't have purple, but I'm okay with it. He reaches up, takes the slightly lavender-colored plume out of his hat. He hands it to you for you, my dear. Well, thank you. And he replaces it with a cockatrice. Um, sticking with a bunch of feathers. <laughs> and you put, like, nine in your hat. Oh, <laughs> man, I got feathers out the hoo-ha here. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds uncomfortable. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, it's fantastic. So you have a nice big plumed hat. Connor is a one feather kind of guy. That's fine. Uh, so he keeps the single cockatrice feather in his hat. Anything else? Yep. She grabs the uh, the rope and goes up, picks him on the cheek, goes bye, and just zips down the rope. And his face <laughs> is full on red. <laughs> oh. I like to think that uh, Ark has gone and found the uh, cabin boy that Fane picked up. Uh, what did we decide his name was? Gabe? Gabe. I think Gabe. their name was Gabe. His, Ga- yeah, his their, name? their name was Gabe. Yeah. Their yeah. name was Gabe. Uh, he's going to find Gabe and uh, hand him a small sword. Say, all right, it's time to teach you how to fight. Okay, Rosie steps up next to you and goes, wait, 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 wait. Ark. Eight-year-old sharp sword. Not a good idea. Rosie, how old were you whenever you uh, took your first kill? Forty-five. 
Holy fuck. <laughs> you were way too old. Eight-year-old on a pirate ship full of deadly people. Needs to know how to protect himself. Not a sharp sword to start with. Best way to learn is to hurt yourself. <laughs> no doctor on board. Sandara? And then Sandara yes, Oh. Ow. Oh. <laughs> and apparently she was standing right next to Sebastian, because ow. <laughs> Taste your own medicine? <laughs> yeah, probably. And Rosie uh, goes, I know Sindara. He'll be fine. If she gets hurt, I'll take care of it. And she just, and Rosie just hangs her head and walks away, playing a sad song on her fiddle. And as Rosie's walking away, uh, Rosie, don't worry. I won't hit him with the bear biter. It'll be fine. We'll take good care of her. Sandara will fist bump Mark <laughs> and walk away. <laughs> Sandara's a cold-hearted bitch. Ah, she knows how it is, though. You train him it. young. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rosie will just shake her head and walk away. So I hand Gabe uh, the sword. Uh, 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 a sword for me? Yes, and then he'll sl- he'll like slap him on the shoulder. Ow. Not not hard, but just trying to get him like, hey, okay. don't take your eyes off me. And looking square into your eyes. What next? And he teaches a uh, he teaches Gabe how to hold the sword, kind of how to handle the sword. Uh, he won't actually try to hurt the kid at first, uh, but he is going to you know so- slowly ramp it up. He wants to start off slow, show him some small techniques. Uh, he's got his axe out. He's not using his great sword, okay. um, so oh, he's got better. his axe. He's got his shield. He's kind of showing Gabe just a couple of different little techniques, just trying to get Gabe prepared. Gotcha. So Gabe takes a few practice swings at your shield. You teaching the uh, different parries left, right, up, mm-hmm. down, one, two, three, four, five, all the way through. Uh, you spend going on into the night teaching yep. poor little Gabe how to fight with a very sharp sword. And at the very end, um, Gabe hits one last time, and I parry with my – or I don't parry, but I block it with my um, shield. And when I block it, I hit as hard as possible, knocking the sword out of his hand saying, first lesson's over, be prepared for more. And just standing there holding her hand. Midway through the lesson, Fane will come out and inspire courage on Gabe only. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is why he was actually able to hit the the shield a couple times. I could see Fane doing that, just like walking by and mumbling under under his breath. He's a message spell. (laughs) This is Fane, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's that's a great little scene. I love that montage. That's yeah. very nice, very nice. Uh, in fact, you know what? Nice. I loved Aww. it so much. Have one of those. Anything else before the captain's dinner? Sebastian's just checking, making sure all the treasure that they or the actual liquid treasure they picked up in the uh, port has been distributed amongst the uh, the officers. I don't think he ever actually officially got around to that, and no, otherwise he's just waiting for the dinner. Excellent. And when you say liquid treasure, you're talking about the rum and the whiskey? <laughs> no, gold. What? Cash. <laughs> awesome. So it's now dinner time. Zug's finished training Trudy. Ark's finished training uh, Gabe. Uh, Kitnick. Has put all her feathers in her hat. <laughs> and then Sebastian has finished uh, tallying up everything on his little clipboard. Fane, take it away. Fane will be waiting in the cabin, lights off with the dancing lights there for everybody to be able to see. Um, he's had Emma prepare, hopefully, something besides fish that, that oh, we've yeah. got from the Straight port. out of port, you you tell me. Okay. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, make that four chickens left. <laughs> I would hope we got some other chickens. Yeah, you did. Kind of like having pet chickens versus feeder chickens, all right? They're not the same. Right. <laughs> And we'll just wait for everybody to show up, all the uh, officers. We do also still have the food from the banquet with Ishtar. Or Itesh. I never get that guy's name right. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, he's in all that extra yeah. food. That's right. Oh, that's oh true, it's yeah. sent to the ship. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what we're having then. We're finishing off the banquet. I love that idea. Yeah, instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma, so Emma, it. Emma has the night off. <laughs> for now. <laughs> yes, the decadent, the, decadent, uh, the decadent feast from Itesh's from Itesh's dinner. Um, and once everybody gets in, he'll, just like last time, he'll stand up. If anyone has any grievances against anyone else, now is the time to air it out. I have a grievance. Oh, wow. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Ark said snidely. <laughs> yes, Kit. What the crap was this Atagoke stuff? 
can you pick someone else? Like, that was a little disturbing. I figured it was probably a good symbol that something had gone awry if you saw a dead crewmate. Yeah, but that was the wrong kind of awry for me to think. (laughs) (laughs) You made it safe. (laughs) Can can we we make it at least known in the future that, hey, if I suddenly see Adagoke and he's not all, like, you know, falling apart or something, this is the, the sign there's a problem. We need to know that ahead of time next time. For future reference, in an area like that, I will change into something very, very obvious, but not part of the crew. Well, even that would be fine. Just warning. <laughs> I didn't have time to tell <laughs> That's you. That's fair. That's okay. why we're talking about it. All right. <laughs> Anyone else? I'm square. Yeah. Ark? I'm fine for now. Sebastian? I am good. And whoever else is attendance? Sandara? I'm fine, too. I'm glad everyone's all right. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad. It's kind of fun talking about <laughs> First things first. Uh, it looks like the Red Mantis is looking for John. I was taken aside by an assassin. The other night, they were willing to pay me 3,000 gold for his whereabouts. John was the old captain, right? Yes. Uh, Ivsfar is, I think, what was his true name? Uh, I knew him as Ivsfar. 3,000 gold? Let's tell him where he is. Where is he? Well, I told him the truth. I have no idea. Oh, damn it. Even though he left the ship, I'm not going to sell him out. But I say that to tell you that the Red Mantis why are they look? Why are they looking for him? Who's looking for him? Like, Red Mantis, I thought they didn't want him. I know that Eliz Magorda is somewhere in the shackles. They know that we were a part of his crew. We just need to keep an eye out to make sure we stay safe from these assassins because from what I know of their style, I am now... A consultant for them. Why would they want John? It's his mom. His mom was looking for him. But his mom was dead. So did I. Yeah, apparently she's... So does he. Yeah, not as dead as he may have thought. So she's looking for him, and her closest idea of how to find him is us. That is uncomfortable. It, yeah, we, I would rather avoid their attention if at all possible. But I agree, Captain, I wouldn't... Uh, Sell our former comrade out. Not to them, anyway. Well, if we're going to just be heading north anyway, I'm going to tell you, so Paulus and I were talking, we figured out why that Dragonelle attacked old Stumpy Hands. Oh, the dragon, yes, what, how? Okay, so there's a plant up in the northern bluffs called the Scarlet Vetch, and if anything eats it, it comes down with what we call the Red Ague. It's basically like it goes crazy like old Hairy Face here, except it can't stop. Is that somewhere that we're heading? I mean, it's, it's the northern bluffs. If we're heading north now, yeah, it's pretty close. We'd stop in, pick some up, sell it to people. Do you think it would sell for... Is it worth the stop? Well, if we grab some, I got plans to take over the foxhole and turn it into my uh, my own personal garden. Because I figured out a way to make sure nobody gets scurvy in this place. And I could set aside a little bit of that, grow that for us. So you need a sample. Right. Did I just hear we're going to have a garden on our pirate ship? Heck Yeah. We have a druid. We got all that. We got all that wood. And nothing to do with it. All right. <laughs> Maybe I can practice my lettuce growing in your garden. <laughs> we can do that, man. We'll put it right next to it. Did Itesh ever send you all the recipe? Yes. Thank God. I did not want to have to kill him too. Yeah, we got lettuce seed. I think it's uh, Kitnik. I believe it says something about how strange our lives have become. That that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. We got a naga in the basement. We're gonna grow lettuce on the pirate ship. I like my life. (laughs) (laughs) Did we verify that we actually have real food and week's worth in our larder? Yeah, that was the first thing we did on that first day. I mean, since (laughs) since we've set sail, that not half of it's salt. I have a feeling that somebody probably checked that the moment the supplies came on. Yeah, that would have been part of Sebastian going through his normal quartermaster checks, particularly after the Zugray salt incident. You also (laughs) forbade uh, Zugray from having anything to do with getting supplies for our ship from this point forward, so I think we're a little little better. (laughs) I'm just saying I'm going to need that 20-foot area over there (laughs) for some barrels. And one last thing. I want to double our watch for now. I want to do clean sweeps. That assassin had some abilities to where she could just vanish at will. I would not like to have her on our ship. Well, Trudy can sniff her out. Well, Kitnik and I had uh, spent some time in the Chelish Embassy. Um, it's a very dull place. I agreed. Uh, <laughs> paperwork. If you enjoy paperwork, I, I highly recommend it. Otherwise, uh, not so much. I found a few interesting bits and pieces, although not near as much as I would have liked. Um... 
there is a... Apparently the Chelish are shipping out a large shipment of gems from Sargava on the 1st of Lamishan. That's uh, a bit off, but that could be a potential lucrative target going forward. Uh, they have also requested a military escort for a shipment in Jim Crown Bay. Unfortunately, I don't know any further, but I strongly suspect if they're willing to divert ships to that, it will be quite valuable. And uh, we also happen to grab a... I suppose you would call it a spy report. They've apparently been watching Itesh. We grabbed? I distracted, Kitnik stuffed it down her shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. But apparently the Chilish have been watching Itesh and his, uh, his dealings with the Aspis Consortium and something of uh, particular interest, I suspect, to you, Captain, the Dro. I'm not 100% surprised considering he knew who Zayog was. Yeah, I, I don't find it entirely surprising, but... Uh, it's unsettling. Eh, a bit of proof, and yes, I would I would agree. He has uh, apparently has his fingers in quite a few different things, including some other, I suspect, pirate operations uh, under the cover of the Aspis Consortium. But uh, he is, as he strongly implied, very influential. But they're keeping their eye on him, correct? They so. seem to be. They do not. Uh, it did not appear, from what I could tell, that they had an infiltrator. They had simply been watching him and spying on his comings and goings. So I have no doubt they know we talked to him, but probably not specific details. Well, I have a feeling that we're going to be opening this box that we find. Agreed, but we should probably be cautious. I wouldn't put it beyond them to be something very nasty. We'll kick into it. I'll check it. Uh, I will. I would kindly request to be somewhere else. We can always just say that I sat on it. Or that it was already destroyed when we found the ship. That might work. Possible. I would expect uh, them to check into that with Augury or something similar just to verify, so we do need to be cautious. There's no other news, I suppose. The next port will be Port Peril. I'm totally good with Port Peril. I need to head that direction anyway. That's, uh, I think, where I, my trail is leading me as well. Kid, you say you need to head to Port Peril. Did you find out more about our portals? Sort of. What did you find? Um, not necessarily about the portals, but the person that I was told to talk to said that I need to talk to someone in Port Peril. So it wasn't specifically about the portals, but it was about getting to the first world. So did they mention a name? Not specifically, but I have a feeling it's probably the person that I was trying to talk to when I first got shanghai to become a pirate. Uh, I actually had gone in and was told to go back the next day to speak with someone, and I never made it back the next day. I see. So. Poor Peril sounds like a great plan, Captain. Uh, I hate to be the voice of dissent, but I don't believe that is either a good idea or a particularly survivable one. Was that? Well, it's not been very long since we took the ship off of our dear former captain, Barnabas. And if you'll recall, he and most of the other free captains were heading to Port Peril to deal with the, uh, what was his name, Joe Ali situation, who had been executed uh, after being imprisoned early on. And we, as I understand it, are not well known enough and do not have the proper backing of the captain's council to not be, how do I put this, prey if we head too close to Port Peril. Captain, can't you just forge another document? And I mean, most of you all can disguise yourselves in some way or another. Zug and I, we're not needed there. Yeah, but that one particular document that we would need, we have been told is a bad idea to forge. And we would have to survive getting into port... And most people are not going to ask for the document before they attack the ship. If Barnabas is there, he'd probably recognize the ship, even squibbed. Well, and he would certainly recognize a couple of us outside of... Well, he does not have warm feelings towards us other than perhaps setting us on fire. I mean, that's completely understandable. (laughs) Can I do a knowledge check of something, some kind, to kind of figure out what do we need to do to get to Port Peril? Sure. Knowledge local. 30. Just taking a 20 up? Yeah. 
very nice. Uh, you would need a fair bit of infamy, for lack of a better word, okay. um, in order to even begin to apply for the uh, captain's writ that you need. It has to come directly from the Hurricane King, and he will not pay attention to anyone below a certain level. You have to attract his attention first. So if we showed up at Port Peril as a, quote, pirate ship, we're dead. Pretty much. They would, uh, you know, it's the the strong survive, the right of the strength. So whoever takes your ship, it's theirs now. And all the big pirates are there. Mm-hmm. Or if Barnabas reported the ship, he could even potentially make claim on that ship if somebody else were to take it. I have been waiting for 22 years. I don't consider another few months or years to be a problem. Well, I know that some of you others have uh, time limits, though. I am not one of them, but uh, being in a hurry doesn't do you any good if you die before you reach your goal. I would suspect we need to build our strength, perhaps a small fleet. Heck yeah, let's pirate! A reputation, and yes, as our frontier says, pirate, become something to be feared enough that they will not attack us openly. Kelzar's Atoll kind of has two of our destinations, and it's on the way to Port Peril. Not saying that we're going to Port Peril, but we're already on the way. Yeah, granted, that's not... A, that's actually a very good idea, as I believe Itesh's box supposedly disappeared in that area, and our departed friend's map seems to be leading there. What about that ship you said that has all the gems? I like that. Well, I agree with you, and that would be a fine prize. It's currently the 19th of Eridus. We've got about six weeks until uh, that ship is scheduled to sail in Lamashan. Okay. So we, we have some time. Uh, Kitnik, it might be worthwhile to uh, check the charts and see if perhaps we can plot a course uh, in that to swing us in that direction around that time. If we could intercept such a ship, it might do quite a bit for uh, our coffers. That's a good idea. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Where's the ship leaving from? It's leaving from uh, Sargava, one of the uh, the Chilish outposts there, if you will. Um, so, uh, and potentially we may have to uh, investigate a little bit, make sure that date hasn't changed, if we can get to the area sooner. But uh, it might be worthwhile to uh, be in that area around then. Free gems are always worthwhile. Well, and if... Uh, Given that uh, the Chelish Embassy seemed to be fairly protective of that document, I suspect that the amount, even if they are uncut, could be considerable. Well, that fancy new map I got from Itesh is hanging on that wall. How far, how many days is it going to take us to get to the Atoll? Let's call it a week. Okay. So it gives us five weeks. Where is the port that this is supposed to be coming out of? How far from that, the Atoll? Oh, you'll have to come back past Blood Cove to get there. So another week plus. So you're a week there, week back, probably another week at least, if not two, to get to Sargava from Blood Cove. And it depends on how long it takes us at the Atoll as well. Yeah. It's It's a thought. Perhaps we can make it in the time. Perhaps we can't. Yeah, perhaps things come up. We'll see. Yeah, think about it, man. We go from here, we go to the Atoll, we get the box, we swing back to Blood Cove, drop the box off, get the money, head down, get the gems. Bing, bang, boom. Or we send a messenger pigeon and tell him to meet us somewhere other than Blood Cove where they want to murder us right now. <laughs> yeah, give them a couple weeks to cool off. They'll be fine. Do they have the destination of the gem ship? Uh, it was not in the document, but I, if I had to guess, it would probably be heading for, uh, I would guess, Chelish Waters. Um, it seems to be the sort of thing, knowing them, that they would ship back to the homeland, back towards us. Right, exactly. So we can catch them as they're sailing. The Atoll? It seems as uh, good a destination as any, and we do have goals there. There are shipwrecks, right? Say again? There's a bunch of shipwrecks there, too, yeah? At least two, though, we know of. All right, let's loot, man. (laughs) And Kalazar. I must say, I'm much interested in meeting this Kalazar. He's a dragon, right? He is a dragon. Is he like the gold hoarding type? Aren't they all? I don't know. I haven't really met one yet. Yeah, agreed, (laughs) but by rumor... I'll have time to think about it in the week that we're going. Because I can take 720s. 
<laughs> but uh, again, as per normal, I would say it's probably a good idea to keep an eye out for potential prizes along the way. And yeah. and Zug, if you don't mind, have your animals sniff the ship. Make sure there's no stowaways we don't want. Well done. You hear a knock at the door. Somebody opens the door. Who do we want it to be this time? Let's pick somebody we don't normally choose. Who's at the door? Barefoot Sam. Barefoot Sam's Toppins. He opens the door and says, <coughs> There's a problem with Trudy. <coughs> Everybody give me a con roll. Oh, no. Con save. <laughs> con? Fort? What? Uh, fort save. Fort I'm save? sorry, yes. The fort save. Oh, actually, wow. Uh, let's give me some numbers, starting with Sebastian. 20. Yeah. 12. Nice. Ark? 21. 24. All right. Uh-oh. Kitnik? <laughs> 11. Okay. Everybody <laughs> feels a wave of sickness. This smell is raunch. And uh, Barefoot Sam's Toppins goes, there's something wrong with Trudy. It's awful. It's got gas. (laughs) What'd you do to my dinosaur? I don't know, but... (laughs) And he just slides down the door. Also, I think Connor spotted some sails on the horizon. (laughs) (laughs) Go check the sails. I gotta check Trudy. (laughs) You can't see Wes, but he's actually sinking down his chair acting. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. And let's find out what happens with those sales next week. Uh, I knew that's what was going to happen. Of course, of course. Too obvious. And then today he posted, and again today. Amateur. <laughs> that man loses his coffee all the time. There's like top cups of coffee everywhere. Well, I mean, at least he just doesn't grab random cold coffee and drink it. Is, I do. Uh, right? Is your dad an archaeologist? Nope. My okay. dad is a videographer. Gotcha. For some reason, I thought you had said your dad was an archaeologist, and the idea of him losing something is kind of funny in my right. mind. Right. <laughs> No, we call him the knower of things because he just he knows all the things, just all the things. <laughs> a font something. of useless knowledge. Right, he is the knower of things, but no, he. Uh, you know what I call that? Trivia partner. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want some trivia partner? My sister knows more useless crap than I have ever found anyone that knows. So does Jason. Jason's stuff that I'm just like. We'll do trivia cards, and I'll just ask in the moment. <clears throat> Random, inane things. I'm just like, yeah, you know, about an oil spill in 87 that was, you know, what country owned the lug nuts that built the <laughs> ship? And she'd be like, oh, yeah, it was blah, blah, blah. You're reading the back of these cards, aren't you? No. Well, obviously, they were <laughs> Chinese lug nuts imported to Argentina. <laughs> Bless you. Right? It's just, it's ridiculous. My <sighs> position in a trivia team is to make answers that people say, okay, that's not it. There you go. <laughs> you're so I eliminate things by guessing. You're, you're eliminating possibilities. Yeah. We play trivia every night, RJ and I do. And so, <laughs> like, me. he gets the sports questions, and I get the science questions, and the art questions. Yeah, that's one area of trivia where I will fail miserably yeah. sports thing. questions. I have played so many games of Trivial Pursuit where it's literally just me circling the board, <laughs> yeah. waiting to get the one sports question I have. Right. I mean, unless yeah. it's, like, things that are technically sports, like fencing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> You've asked me, like, a football question? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's the sports ball. At least for old tri- trivial pursuits, I would just say Yogi Berra for fucking everything. Yeah. That was like 10% Eventually, of, it was going to be, be that. Right. Yeah, because yeah. that was like ten percent of their of their questions. That so actually was, just, was the answer to one last week. Yogi Berra. Yeah, yeah. Statistically, you're going to hit one if you hit Yogi if you just say Yogi Berra all the time. Yeah, it was who was who was the picnic basket stealing bear based off of. Nice. Not even kidding. Yogi Berra was the answer, and I was like, well, duh. Hey, boo boo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Let's go steal some picking egg baskets. It's like the reverse of the, uh, the. That's my next character the, voice. Let's deal. Yeah. The, the Monty Hall problem, like oh, you God. know, where you're supposed to switch your door choices. Yeah, you never switch your choices. You just keep sticking <laughs> yep. to that one. Just hammer away at yep. it. Insanity, but insanity pays off occasionally. Matt, tell us about how insanity pays off occasionally. <laughs> it pays his salary, so <laughs> I guess technically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Episode 42, you guys ready to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had already started, personally. Yeah. Oh, well. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. And Insanity. Yeah. Uh, what is it? 50% of the time it works every time? Actually, that's what we named this episode. Yogi Berra and Insanity. 
Yep. Don't even explain it. Just <laughs> <laughs> we just did. Yeah. So what have you guys been up to the last week? Uh, I've been advancing my character a level like everyone knew we were supposed to. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had to go do a lineup. A lineup? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. How'd you get invited to that? Oh, you know, that's that party you get invited to when someone jumps over your counter to steal stuff. Oh, so you weren't in the lineup. No, I wasn't in you the were lineup. Looking at I the had lineup. to look up the, I had to look at the lineup. I was picturing you yeah. like number five, <laughs> walking down the thing, looking silly. Kaiser Jose. Kaiser Jose Yes, which you still have to watch Adam. Uh, I was uh, talking about watching Cougar Town. They did an unusual suspects episode where they spoofed that movie. We, we need to do we need to watch Unusual Suspect or Usual Suspects like you know, on the air or something. Did I just say the name of the movie wrong? Is it Usual Suspects? It's Usual, it's usual Suspects. No, oh. I just thought the episode was called Unusual Suspects. Yeah. It actually may have been. Yeah. Maybe that's why I got it wrong is because that was the name of the episode. Yep. We'll go with that one. There Sounds good. Go. Yeah, Kaiser Soze. So yes, yeah, so that was my fun. It was cool. awesome. Yeah, obviously it's the guy. Even even the guy's dad pointed him out, so it's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. Like, straight that's up that's family. Him. Yeah, yeah. Just like, man. Straight up. Like, I had the picture from my video. How big of an asshole do you have to be? Not a big one at all. My boy's an asshole. That's him right there. Pretty much. That would have been my father if any of my brothers had, or me, had been in a lineup. Yeah. Yep. He'd be like, yeah, just throw him under the gym. It's his fault. Dumbass. I got to meet Kyle Higgins and have him sign a bunch of my comics. So that was pretty cool. Who is Kyle Higgins? Uh, He's written uh, Batman, Nighthawk. Uh, He's currently writing Power Rangers. Oh, yes. I have his autograph, too. Yes. A good friend of mine went and got it. Yeah, he's killer. Nightwing, you fucking Nightwing, casual. not Nighthawk. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what's funny is, so when I met him, uh, I was like, yeah, I heard an episode, a podcast that you were on, and, and I went and got your stuff, and I fell in love with it. And he was like, oh, what'd you read? And I was like, Nighthawk. And he was like, yeah, you mean Nightwing. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, you know, like, Awkward. I'm a comic book guy. And, like, talking to someone that I'm finally getting to meet, you know, and it's like, and then he brings out his Trivial Pursuit card and asks you all the sports questions, uh, and you get everyone right. Uh, and he's like, you, yep. Where'd you meet him? Poser. Uh, he was at the Comics Exchange. It's the, one of the local comic shops I go to. Oh, yes, I go to a cool. bunch Down from my here, store. So. All right. Yep. Yeah, that's the one that's on Chapman. Yeah, they're good guys over there. But it was cool. It was nice getting to meet. Like, I don't think I've ever met um, an author before. No, I don't think. I've never met an author before. So it was nice meeting someone whose work I thoroughly enjoy. And you know? fucked up the name of it. <laughs> I know. I feel like such a dick. <laughs> You're awestruck. You know, it's okay. Yeah. And for those of you that don't get that reference, Nightwing's name is Dick. So <laughs> <laughs> You're such a Richard. Uh, what's Nighthawk? It's another comic book yeah, character. Okay. Comic. Like so uh, Nighthawk and Hot Girl. No, Nighthawk is the old 90s Marvel guy, right? The like weird fucking like, uh, extreme guy mm-hmm. with the black and gray outfit. This will be at the I end don't know. Of I thought because uh, Hawkman and Hawkgirl. If we You're let right, them Hawk get Man going, it will be an yeah. episode unto itself. In that case, I have no clue who Nighthawk is, but I just started saying Nighthawk, and uh, regardless, this is all yeah. gonna be cut. Like, take this all out. <laughs> yeah, I think Night- no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I think Nighthawk is actually older than you, and it's a super fucking like. Mountain Dew Extreme lame ass 80s uh, that doesn't surprise me That's, okay, let's we're see gonna how get hate mail we get on this one okay direct all hate mail to not me anyways episode 42 let's get back to us getting on the ship and me oh, not no, sounding keep like going. a dick. I'm having a blast y'all, y'all just do your thing uh, I love comics what did you do Wes uh, I sat on the couch, drank red wine and watched Cougar Town so, I am you- now a 40 year old woman yeah yeah pretty much and I'm okay with it uh, I'm pretty happy I got my forge fixed so oh, yeah. that's sweet. I'm about to get back into doing some blacksmithing as soon as I get the current carpentry project off of my workbench. That's awesome. So and I'm that, on season two of Shameless. Shameless. It is shameless. It's actually quite funny. I have no <laughs> idea it, what that is. Is nope. it based it's on a the TV Garth series oh, on okay. Netflix or yeah, Amazon? Yeah, that's it's on Netflix. That's Netflix. William H Macy, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. Uh, and a lot of people so will say that that's like his best role of all time. He's so no. funny. He's great. That's I, I've had multiple people tell me that. What I've watched, it's okay. It's not my kind they of show. They may not have seen Fargo, but yeah. Fargo they, was good. Yeah. They didn't see him in Oleana, is what happened. What is that? Never even heard of that. I was just gonna let crickets go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just glad just it wasn't stare. only me for once. <laughs> yeah. Hey, theater guy, don't kill us all. 
<laughs> it was, uh, I think it was shown in my freshman theater appreciation class. There we go. That explains yeah. everything. That was my introduction to William H. Macy. Were you all required to wear like black turtlenecks and berets? No. <laughs> that was strictly outlawed. I'm going to quote Adam here. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be jealous because I'm a little bit cultured. <laughs> I still remember that one line you said. So a squared plus B squared equals nerd squared. <laughs> no, no, just nerd. Let's put it this way, Wes. Bacteria is also cultured. Moving on. Okay, then. Now that it's gone to insulting Wes time again, let's get right into the episode. Uh, so, uh, Chad, guy who just insulted uh, Wes, yeah. your character's in combat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm about to be eating by something under the water. Under, underwater, you, surrounded by four guards. Yeah, are you, you also off? keeping track of how many breaths you've got? Ah, uh, yeah, he is. I have plenty. <laughs> All right, Chad. Since you have, we're the last one. If this is below a 10, <laughs> there is going to be something nasty in the water next Wes, to that's you. a 10-sided die. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're catching on. I'm gonna roll it in front of you guys too. Uh, uh, ten, or, ten. ten or under. Ten or under. Ten or under. Ah, eighty-nine. <laughs> All right. I am good with this. Should have said ninety or better, and been <laughs> mad about one less again, like last week. Okay then. You so, can just do what Matt does and throw the dice and then determine. You know. Ten, yeah, yeah. Ten above. I say yeah. it as it's in the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, whoa. Okay, let's set the scene back up. Yes.